0: This is our second episode of Be A Fan Podcast. We are doing the right thing. We will be fans of this amazing region. And today we have a very special guest with us to help us not hype up just about the uh, just the LCS, but also the challenger scene and also everything that goes in, uh, you know, just tied it all together. Because this is a fantastic region and we're just scratching the surface of how we can just be informed, get it tied in. Uh, also joining us is our co-host, Andrea, who's here, Hi. but our very special guest. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to run you over, <laughs> I need to slow down. But I'm just excited to have our very special guest. Many of them probably know him better than us. Uh, you will love and know him as CubbyX, also the co-host of the Hotline League. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, uh, new co-host of Hotline nice. League and uh, back on Challengers League this split. So looking forward to it absolutely fantastic to hear i got to see the most
0: recent episode i hope travis isn't putting you to work and uh sitting on his laurels on this <laughs>
1: we we but get treated he, well over at tgi industries you know it's <laughs> uh so well that you know there's a commissioner being sent you know travis put puts people before himself with that you know with all the, the fun rumors of him applying to uh so you know it, we, we all got him in awesome awesome uh and so we are looking forward
0: to hearing your voice, you know, throughout in Challengers League and through Hotline League. But let's do a bit of an introduction. I don't know if anyone has ever asked you this question before, Cubby, but uh, what made you a fan of not just LCS, but also the NACL?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, going way back, like I when I first picked up the Legends, uh, it was like early season two. I think Varys and Darius were the two champs. Like Varys was on the screen. And then like Darius was released really soon after I started playing. And I, I took an interest in the game. Like I, I had family and friends that played with me. Um, so I I, I do with anything, you know, I, I was looking for ways to get better. And I think the first competitive match I watched would have been the EU regionals to try and qualify for Worlds. Um. Since then, I kind of fell in love with the esport. Like, I watched Curse qualify for LCS. I watched day one of LCS. Um, and I think just the fact that, like, this game could have been played competitively and, like, at that level was just really fun and appealing for me. Um, so I, I, I've been a fan of League esports since uh, day two, as I like to say, you know. Um, but I, I think that what got me in the Challengers League is that when I went to college, I competed um our team was never that good but we were an on scholarship program we took any players like sometimes they were plat to start the year and tried to get them the master tier and then we took a game off maryville two years back to back which is about the best we could do um but yeah I, I mean i saw the competition of it and i when i heard there was a dev league i, I will be honest i never really followed academy uh until like COVID hit because uh, then mm. i had more time in my hands and i started casting and sort of the meet some people worked on that product and Um, Yeah, I definitely felt like, you know, coming from the place of collegiate and helping build an esports program and coach that team as well as compete a bit. um, Definitely, you know, was appealing to join League of Legends at at that level. Man, that's that's
0: so awesome. I bet you even remember your first game that you casted.
1: Yeah, I do. I I have uh, a clip of of Mark introducing me because he he does kind of fumble my last name, which I find funny now. Uh, but that that was the first person I I casted with, and um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny. That is
0: amazing to hear, and I hope that you can bring that same type of uh, energy and let people know why. Be a fan of this, of something, of uh, whether it's a team or a player, or region, anything. Um, and you had uh, definitely a, a very interesting road, in even participating. I feel always feel like I was born in the wrong period because. By the time I hit college, none of this was available yet. <laughs> League of Legends was just yeah uh, made. <laughs> um, I, so
2: I actually mm-hmm. literally just going into League of Legends because I was in school and everyone was playing it, and it was like literally oh. social pressure to play League of Legends. <laughs> I <laughs> would have never in my life touched this game if if all of my college friends weren't playing it because like I mean online games sounds scary to be honest to me, like. Uh, as someone who never played the games before it was like and aren't they gonna like attack me all the time and like especially being a woman you know like it's like I didn't want to play alone so I was like playing just with my friends and it's like yeah I think definitely I understand what you mean with that because I don't think if I was in that not a specific moment of my life as in in college I could have gotten into this at all
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely being with friends that started at all of this. I remember running, I was running Twisted Fate everywhere, any lane. I don't even care. Like, I didn't know how to play the game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just going far back, I was an X-Men fan and Twisted Fate reminded me of Gambit and that's where it went. Um, So... Good memories, and then uh, what my path into the league e sports scene was an interesting one. so something that perhaps uh, I hear you talk about, and I enjoy hear you talking about cubby, is the connection with uh, more traditional sports, the NFL. I know you're a fan yourself. Yep. Uh, Bears fan We're going yeah, to a- I, how did you know? you know <laughs> I don't know. The, something something <laughs> across your you know. Your chest. I, something. I, I uh, do it's have just a Bears on right now uh, at <laughs> the
1: time of recording. For for those that don't see, but yes, I, I am a football fan.
0: And one of the questions I'll definitely ask towards the end is, I'll give you some time to think about Justin Fields or someone else. So ah, ah! put you on the clock on that one. Oh man! Uh, all right, fun. I like that. Yes, Andrea probably has no idea what we're talking about. So I, let's loop her back not. in. It's,
2: it's all good. <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't need to know. <laughs> um,
0: in terms of your own path, um, there's definitely many ways of getting into League of Legends, being a fan of it. Again, my path was actually through fantasy sports. I was in the fantasy football, okay. and then I discovered this little thing oh. called Fantasy LCS, um, and then you know started following players. So I'm more of a player uh, fan that started off, and then I settled for a team at one point. Unfortunately, team only lasted two years. What my pod? Um, so. Are you a team fan, a player fan, or you know, or just you know, a fan in general, Cubby?
1: I, it's funny because like it's hard for me to be a team fan now, uh, and, and honestly, it's a lot harder for me to be a fan. Um, just like given like me working in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, previously, I, I was a team fan, and it was kind of pending on the players. Mm-hmm. I was originally a CLGEU fan um, when it wow. was like the in. Froggen- uh, stupe crepo team yeah I, I go that far back um and then i mean, it was hard not to root for faker and t1 i know it sounds way too basic but when faker was on the come up I, I like people don't understand how much better he was than everyone else in the game it's mm-hmm. like literally watching like caitlin clark play women's basketball right now like in oh, college like yeah. that's how good faker was like, it was just so clear that faker was the best player on the map every single game and it was so fun to watch um.
2: Yeah. Then
1: I, I don't know. It kind of changed. Like, obviously I rooted for some NA teams. Like there were some iterations of C9 and TL that I liked. My roommate was a TL fan. Mm. Uh, back when I lived in Ohio, um, I I wasn't usually with him, but <laughs> um, sometimes yeah, um. But I I think now I'm like more of a fan of like you know in my position like my job is to represent people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of a fan of the hard workers or yeah. like I've been around this for a while and I think that there is a, a lot of commonalities like the the players that make it in terms of mindset and work ethic um, like what comes down to that like in solo queue like if you want to grind to get challenger you have to ignore a lot of crap like the ladder a lot of people complain the ladder is no fun to play on mm-hmm. um, I would somewhat agree as someone that you know finished uh, diamond four with like 50 games last season I, I'm not playing that much anymore um, I mean getting through that like you got to be mentally really strong for that Um, mm. just to you know be able to focus on your own play all the time and not be distracted by the people that will be playing terribly around you Um, so I I mean that that's like one of many examples in terms of like working hard and work ethic that I think like uh, kind of ties into like players that are successful and if I see players taking approach that I feel like is the route that you know, I, I think is the most successful to ensure that you have the highest chances to go pro Then usually, you know, I'll end up working like rooting for those players. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I, I don't make that too, too public. Uh, cause like, I mean, it's my job to be unbiased, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely a fan of like any player that makes it now or just fans of players that like keep on improving and work hard. Um, it's, it's kind of hard not for me to root to like for that when, you know, I, I'm working in this week, week to week. And so I can really see the progress that that's awesome you get to see more
0: of that uh, i definitely agree with you and this is why we want more of the players story to be heard right for them to get some highlights because the hard work they do people don't see that we only see what's shown on broadcast and maybe they try there's an attempt to create content around certain players but i i think it we could do more we could definitely do more because hearing the stories of of uh you know Danny, JoJo, and and you know Vulcan inspired. Even I've learned a lot just from talking to Andrea about inspired. Um, that really helped me feel connected and and you know strengthen that that bond to to this uh, you know to this league that we love. Um, yeah. So, Andrea, do you have the next question up for our guest?
2: Uh, I mean, it feels like. Um... <laughs> sorry it's just like a little bit of a I think we could talk first about uh the uh departing hero about how do you think it's the best way to get more people to watch an ACL become fans of the nacl
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um I, I that's a great question like it's something that I mean like my approach lately has kind of been like if we can make people fans of players I think it's good Mm -hmm. and I think that we've kind of had like a couple approaches to that and I think that it's been kind of like I've done the best job of of doing it actually on on Travis's channel I made that like rookies video um Mm -hmm. over on Travis Gafford's channel uh and I kind of what I've been trying to do or I think like what we've been trying to do as a team is to give fans like one thing to latch on about a player outside the game and one inside the game. Um, So like for Masu, like he's really good. He has a big pool, but um, like we're kind of able to talk about like, hey, like these are the unique traits he has like inside the game, but then the whole like, hey, he played on Wi-Fi and like he's kind of quiet, but like he was the Wi-Fi wizard. Like that's something that's fun that like, you know, that personally for me, I don't latch on as much to that, but I understand like a lot of people will and they'll find that mm-hmm. like fun yeah. and funny and like hey is that a big disadvantage but it makes really it well, more
2: memorable right? it makes him more it makes him stand out yeah which he already does but it's like adding these little things yeah for sure add more personality to the player itself to the player himself it's like yeah i can see the angle there
1: yeah so so that's like i mean that's something that Like, does that ultimately get more fans? Well, it might with the people that are already watching, right? Like, if Mm -hmm. we can more effectively, you know, penetrate uh, the market for who's already tuning in, maybe we're able to get a few more like fans for individual players if we do a good job of that. But I I think that doesn't hit, like, the bigger question, which is, like, hey, how do we get more fans, right? I mean, for me, like, that's part of why I, I, you know, was like, hey, I'll do any podcast. Like, I want to talk about challenges? right? Mm -hmm. That's one small thing I think that we can do to get more fans. Um... I think ultimately, like, now I can talk about the schedule changes coming in. Um, this happens oh, right, right after LCS. We're going to have a running start. Like, when LCS is over, uh, NACL will start. And if you're an LCS fan who maybe did like to watch all five games or wants something to watch in the break before LCK and LPL comes on at night, well, you've got this now for some late night entertainment, you know? Um, I'm hoping that with the time change, uh, I'm actually hoping that, like, that and live patch plus fearless draft gives people a little bit more reason to tune in the Challengers league. And I, I think that like, for me, my big thing is like, Hey, once they're on, like, you know, my jobs as a broadcaster is to hopefully give people the best experience possible. And you know, I'm the one that's trying to accurately represent the games and get people to watch out the players that are playing well, or that players that people just find cool, you know? Um, so I, I think, I, I definitely come from the mindset of like, I very much want to make the experience of anyone watching the best, but I also understand that like, yeah, I, I think we do need more fans. I'm really hopeful that like some of the changes come in. I, I, ultimately, I think the best thing that we can do is just give people more reasons to be interested in this league. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to get people interested in not a top league. Um, and so I, like, I think that like, we can't just get people interested by existing. I think that being a little bit different is mm. going to help us out a lot. And hopefully we do a good enough job of just being like, hey, if you're just tuning in, like, you know, here's where things are at. Here's the players that are good. Here's what we know about these guys. Here's what they're doing well. And maybe you latch on during that. Um, but I don't think that like having challengers be a mini LCS is gonna gonna help. Like I am glad that we have differences this year. Because I think that that'll give us like at least some unique value in terms of like why am I gonna watch this league outside of like I just wanna see who's next for LCS, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think this this shift now bringing them right after LCS will definitely draw more of my availability to watch that because, you know, time is a limited resource for some of us working folks. But uh, So on during the weekdays, sometimes it was make it a little difficult. But right now, this really helps that flow. And I watch that. Um, and I've been also thinking about ways, trying to draw analogies. And we try to not Stick too much to traditional sports how they build up their their um you know their fan base but also we can borrow some ideas as well so there's a lot of different things I think can be done but what is special about this season coming in uh, that I felt was uh, first the 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 whole season cha- the map changes that it creates a whole new game but outside of that specific for the LCS we have uh, Mark as the Mark Zimmerman as the commissioner it really brings this uh energy of hope hopefulness that change is coming that there's something newness and, yeah. and experimentation and i i love all of that and this is a prime uh you know moment to kind of draw people in when you know part of it is up to us as well in in this uh, social media world or whatever it is to um you know generate that interest uh, but especially for nacl what i found was helpful for me is what andrea put up in in On on a spreadsheet, and it's like, rank these players. Who do you think is the best? And it's like, I don't know half of these names, but I'll rank them, and now I'm going to follow them throughout the season just to see how wrong or right I am. All right, I like that. Mm hmm. It has some uh, fantasy flair to it because that's how I learned, like I mentioned, how I learned League of Legends. I don't know half of these players. I just came in watching. Okay, I like Huni. He scores a lot of points for me at a top lane position. Top, yeah, top lane. I mean, that's like... You're
2: just looking at them, like I, them I don't them get much, like, that. Do <laughs> you there, like, this guy gets me the points.
0: <laughs> I got to win my week. <laughs> uh, so those are some ideas that, that I like and maybe something to kind of help our attention. Uh, another possibility i'm I'm a support me so i'm gonna look at all the supports and see who's who i want my, to um, mimic or try something out so that's another yeah. great thing of having a live patch
1: yeah i actually going off of that that was a big part of the pitch that i had because like i was asked for my opinion on it and i said hey you know disguise came in as a content creator and kind of saved our league in terms of numbers for viewership if you want to go get more content creators that could be Please. um yeah like i i think that, like a lot of people like want content creators and then some like saw what happened in the other games and were like hey maybe not uh because some like content creator uh experiments have not gone nearly as well as disguise because i give this guy's credit he's smart he hired good people mm-hmm. to put around him yeah. um to do this um if you can find more of those right like the people that are going to look at this as a business and try and you know equip their players with you know, the best things they need to be successful and not to mention their org and not just kind of slap their name on it and hope it goes well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like ways to connect with the game. If you're going to get a lot of viewers that watch disguise games that may not be familiar with uh, Challengers or The Ego Legends at all, they're just going to watch because it's disguised. like, it's oh, nice. I care about him and his team's competing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's way more, it's way easier to connect with those games when it is Fearless Drafts. So you're going to see weirder stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, um, it's a live patch. So, like, if a new champion gets released, in theory, we could be some of the first, like, regions or leagues to play it between LCS and Challengers League. That's a whole new level of excitement to be like, oh, hey, like, they're playing this they new channel. Like, they're playing Smolder. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I think that, there is a lot more potential to connect, which I appreciate from changes from both leagues this year. absolutely sorry that was kind of a tangent. I know you were like still going down a, a line of questioning
0: no, but that that's perfect. Yeah. we're <laughs> generating ideas. we can throw things out there yeah. and you know if if you know this little pod that can push for more, I would definitely want to have us uh, you know really pumped up because you know we're not only seeing players that are new and fresh, but we are also uh, segueing to the next question, like we have players who've been to the LCS before, then went play back into tier two. And so the last image sticks in my mind of how they perform in LCS. And it's like, hmm, why are they back here again? But, you know, some people actually changed my mind. Like um, who came up last um, last year from, from tier two to the LCS and really just surprised how much uh, improvement he made. I think uh, it was... His old name was Greg. So, ah. Armeo. Wrote, wrote Armeo, yes. Uh, again, oh, okay. I was following EG. <laughs> I was skeptical. I wanted Chiden to start right away, know, but, generally. man.
2: Okay. <laughs> we even know. We have
0: Look, this is what happens when I'm detached, yeah. disconnected. And, yeah. you know, I'm sorry I'm not listening to you when I should, Andrea. I know you know if, no, 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 how no, he's no, been no. performing. It's
2: okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, speaking. When they see them, yeah. And it's like. Wait, mm-hmm. this guy was this guy? Is this actually this good? Like, like when Dokla came in and like, mm-hmm. he's like slapping people, and it's like, wait, wait a minute. I remember this Dokla, guy. Dokla was yeah. not this good.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Contracts? Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> My goat.
0: <laughs> I have to mention it, his name. Uh So, I think I listed three of these players who had played in the LCS before and now are making a return. What can you re- tell me about you know
1: what you've seen um, from Zazel, Fake God, Isles? Yeah, I mean, I think a big thing that like I've kind of found to be common now that this has happened is at least from talking with like Dokla and Fake God. Um, I haven't said this like verbatim, but definitely looking, especially at how hard Doka worked, like on his way back, mm-hmm. they kind of figured out like what work was required from them to be a pro for not just one split, not just a couple weeks or a patch or, you know, of a year. It's like, what, how can you be good enough to be a pro player no matter what the conditions are of the game, right? And that, that for me is a whole new level of work is if you want to be a pro, ultimately, you can't let any changes in the game uh, affect how you play. That's a lot of work to beat. Um, I think that Doka and Fake God have realized that for sure. I, I leave Zazel out of there because I, I actually think Zazel's always been really good. Um, and Zazel has more so just chosen to take these opportunities. Mm. Um, I, I know that Zazel like, had opportunities in the past to hop back in. I think he was just waiting for an opportunity that was right for him, and this seems to be it. And I'm really excited to see him back there. Because um, like, whenever I've seen Zazel compete, he's always been one of, if not the best player at his position. Uh, like in amateur and academy challengers, like, this guy's really good. Um, Isles, I, I really didn't see compete that much, right? Like he goes back, um, for like challengers, but he was out this past year. Mm-hmm. He was the LCS uh s- support sub Instagram specialist. You know, mm-hmm. um, this guy was climbing ladders wherever he went. He had, I want to say, oh, he had a ridiculous number of accounts in like top. 50 or top 100 at some point i, I want to say like he had four accounts and like or three accounts in top 50 like four like in top wow. 100 or like four in challenger like um he was definitely playing a lot of the solo queue you know on uh, doing quite well um i will say that uh spoilers for the travis video coming out i was spectating a lot of uh champs queue and i i'd say in the video that there is only one takeaway that i took from champs queue and that's that tomo niles are like playing well as a bot lane Mm. For me, there's like no takeaways, like you know, takeaway from Shamsky, you know. But <laughs> I, I had I had Dig Eighth, and I don't have Dig Eighth in the video, and it honestly is because of like how they played in CQ. What <clears> you mean <clears> you're they finished number one and two on the ladder, uh, primarily dueling. But
2: when you have like Tommy on Mid Lane with Blubber Jungle dueling yeah. together, I mean, <laughs> why do you mean that you are not gonna yeah. take that seriously, man? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I've seen yeah, the
2: Tomodiles. They have been doing really well, yeah
1: yeah i i know tomio has just been filling and i never want to see tomio play (laughs) draven again but you know sometimes we just have to see it (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i i I think that uh like for a lot of these players like it's kind of realize the work it takes to you know get back it's it's a lot of work i think unironically, it's it's kind of going to help a lot of them moving forward like i i do i think fake god and shopify rebellion are going to win the league no so I think that fake God's like going to, you know, pull a local arc and prove that he can at least be a pro mm. uh, like a study pro uh, in LCS. Yeah, I think so. Um, same for Zazel. Like I, I have, I think the players that got promoted, they're all like pretty decent. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I am hoping that they can play like it and at least play that they can stay in the leagues. I, I think longevity is, is good. You know, it's good mm-hmm. for fans to watch on and see similar names if, if the players deserve it, you know, and I, I'm hoping these guys can do it. I, I have high hopes. Absolutely.
0: And uh, you've uh, prefaced before that you've made a video of the rookies and I encourage everyone to go check it out on YouTube. You'll find it in the show link. We've talked about some of the rookies last, uh, last episode, getting some input and, you know, right now, uh, I'm not putting the import in because I've, I am familiar yeah. with Umpty and Dove myself, but out of these rookies, who would be your favorite to win rookie of the split or rookie of the year, even?
1: I think Basu, given his setup, um, yep. I just think FlyQuest is the best team, hmm. and Masu is the player that I rank the highest coming in. The next would be Meech. I just think that 100 Thieves will not perform as well as a team. <laughs> Their roster is not as good as FlyQuest, right? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I hope come, Meech come, plays fine.
2: Back? Do you, do you think flag was the best team or you mean best team setup for him
1: um i think that for the rookies it's the best team because there are okay, no rookies okay, on okay, the, best okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: Like, <laughs> the best team yeah i'm like best team yeah <laughs> now,
1: no i no. <laughs> i capitulated to public uh, opinion and put C on s tier you know definitely <laughs> for for no opinions of my own i i you know, I've never believed in JoJo Pion, never. You know,
2: never, never, never,
1: no. Uh, no. Were you one no. of those?
0: Oh, where's, where's Jensen?
1: Yeah, no, I, I think I was uh, the the opposite. I, I, got flame for JoJo Pion. Anyway, um, no, I, it's, um, I, I think that Masu is probably the highest uh, odds. I, I think actually the next would like potentially be Mask, just because from going through the tape, I actually think Mask is going to be decent. Uh, hmm. I think it's gonna be pretty decent. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this is uh, why we have the coffee waiting. You know. Um, <laughs> no, I I think mask is um like going through the tape like he he knows his job. I think he wanes decently well. I think that he has a decent idea of what to do in fights, and um, he has a pretty good map sense, like where jungler is. I the tape I saw from him on unicorns I love, like I was like, hey, this guy's a decent player. Like I think that with some of the changes to the league and salaries coming in, it's going to be a lot harder to attract the top tier import, um, just because mm-hmm. there will be more yeah. opportunity elsewhere, right. which didn't used to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like when you put that into perspective, too, I, I actually think for IMT it's a great pickup, and I, I hope that Mask performs to the level of the tape that I saw from him. Um, Castle, I'm not as confident in. Mm. Uh, I, I don't. I don't personally. When Tenacity, Surdy, Jenkins, Revenge, and Licorice <sighs> are all options in NA, I don't know why we imported Castle, but. Um, you know, sometimes, um, I, or I, I should say, that Castle uh, has been on a team with Mask previously. And sometimes, when you come to NA and new country, you know, right, some teams it's, operate it's... by having two Koreans, you know, or having a friend. So they don't feel uh, so that, bad. That is and, like, important.
2: They perform <laughs> worse because that's that's real reality of it. That if they feel isolated, they are not going to perform. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and uh I mean the reality is that that's how I'm gonna explain the choice. I didn't see it in the tape. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I, I agree and multiple fronts on you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh so Oh yeah. man.
0: That's a good point though. I can maybe now looking back I can see why Crown didn't perform as I will speak. And
2: that. we have had that issue before with many players um, mm. in many different prints. Gotcha. Uh, the setups are not there. And yeah, it's happened. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I'm glad you hear that. I'm glad to hear mm-hmm. about that mask because I'm going to make a little bit of a parenthesis. We have a game in my Discord server, well, my personal Discord server. Shout out to um, my kitten curd, um, where we had a wheel and each of us had to. You know, do the wheel, and the wheel choose a player to root for for the year. So you have to like oh. stand this player, uh, despite whatever you feel about them. And I got Mask, so I'm glad to Love hear it. I'm not so doomed.
1: <laughs> no, you you are not that doomed. I I mean, <laughs> I I don't I, I still have immortals. You know, probably lower uh, on you know the spectrum as uh, most do. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you you are not super doomed from from what I saw. <laughs> I I hope it's good. So you're saying there's
0: a chance meme is kind of popping (laughs) up right now. Yes. Mm, Wonderful. That's something for me to look out for. Because I, I, like you, I didn't think much of Immortals. (laughs) So, yeah, this is some of the ways we get to learn about, you know, the players. What what to look out for. I'm glad you did the homework, though.
1: I don't think I've never dug up masses tape. Um, no, it's, it's kind of my job, and Raz was streaming, so I got to watch with a friend, you know. Okay. I, I watched the tape outside of that, but yeah.
0: Wonderful. Awesome, awesome. So let's segue to the next one. Andre, you got the next question ready.
2: Do mm, we not talk about an ACL now? <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like um, I have some questions about an ACL from some of my friends. Um, my first question is a very interesting one. It's from my friend Moyo, and his question is, Dardok. end of question.
0: <laughs> All <laughs> right. An audio, there's is, this is a lot of head nodding here. <laughs> yeah, Dardoch, yeah.
2: How do we that
1: feel was the full you? question, basically. <laughs> just, just how we feel about Dardok um, it was actually pretty fun. I got to sit in on UST scrims over Seadoll, um, where Dardock was playing with him. And he's very vocal. He's very competitive. Uh, you know, still plays with uh, with the edge. I there was there was some friendly all chat banner going on, which is very common in Seedle. Uh It's pretty fun. Um, I did so their roster. Um, it's already changed this week, which is is mm-hmm. funny. Um, but Dardock went from playing jungle to support. And I I gotta say, I was really looking forward to watching Prismal play support again. I thought Prismal was actually a really strong support. Um I, I think I haven't watched as much of Dardock's support tape, but that is how they qualified with Mirage Alliance. Um I thought he was fine on like Recon was I, I don't think that he was like a complete mm-hmm. standout on support, but I thought that he was fine. Um whereas I Saw Prismo compete on support at a little bit of a higher level of competition. I thought him and Array were actually quite good. Prismal had some really good moments as support. um. But I think uh, th- the one positive I'll say is that Will's back in the jungle. I, I was kind of hoping to watch Dardock jungle. I-, I still hold Dardock in like, pretty decently uh, I mean, high I'm regard, he, a he is a good fan. player. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: From the TL era, and yeah. I was kind of looking forward to it, but... Well, Will being back is not a bad thing at all, you know? <laughs> I mean, of course not.
1: So, yeah, yeah, no, it's... Yeah, yeah. that is a decent nugget. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, I think that team is going to be fun just because it is Alorum, RJS, Stardock, Prismal, and Will. Uh, Will is going to learn some things, which is good and bad. Um, <laughs> but I, I think they're going to probably be a middle-of-the-pack team. And, like, that's my expectation for them. We'll see if they oh, do really? anything besides that. But, yeah, I think it's... to be. F- I don't think they're going to be bottom of the table at all. I, I think they're yeah, probably going right to be middle now, of people pack
2: are, team. like, ranking them super low. So, I don't know.
1: Yeah, they're ranking them super low because they don't like what they did The scoops. And I, I that, that can't is, somewhat that affect is really that. True. But, and
2: it's a little bit, like... Yeah. It makes you feel a little bit, like, distrustful of how it's going on, right? Yeah. I think that is true. Yeah. I have a friend yeah, that's but- very high on them, though. He has them, like, top three, so...
1: Oh, I'm wow, I, I don't yeah, have I them go top go. three. <laughs> I have them outside I, I have them outside the top five, but I probably have them like six or seven if yeah. I made like a full list. Yeah. Because I, I have my top five. Ooh. Okay, okay,
2: okay. Yeah. The second question about ACL, that- by the way. Um, mm-hmm. This is, feels like the first split in a while and we don't have bot lane pairings that have been playing together for like a million years. So like we have been separated so we have okay, yeah. that are separated how do you, how do you think what do yeah. you think
1: about that um, I mean I think it's interesting Like, there was an old perspective uh, when it came to challengers when the 10 LCS teams were involved that players should players get like two years on a team you know mm-hmm. and yeah. if they don't get promoted then they should probably go to a different team just to learn mm-hmm. and like get a different experience um a lot of you know people viewed it this way like players and managers alike um i i think that like switching up you know lane partners can be good for bot lane like we have seen some players improve with that just playing with someone else um there are also some things like spawn and kim down like that's gonna be a somewhat quiet lane but i think each player played well last season mm-hmm. um I, I think that I'm actually pretty excited for Array and Diamond. I think Diamond can help huh? Array a lot at laning. And I think Array is really good at other stages of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Supernova ranked at, thir- at 3, which I think wow. no one else does. Um, but I no, actually I think, think, they think they're, too, actually. they're
2: good. <laughs> I have them at 3, too. For no yeah, reason. let's
1: go. Yeah, no, I, I they're, I they're just, good. Like, I, I just put them there. That roster's good. <laughs> no, no, it's um,
2: a roster. It's a roster, like... Just and vibes. it makes
1: sense to me. I, <laughs> just vibes, all right. I like it. I think Faisal and Array are a decent pairing.
2: Like, um, I, like okay, it's Shotty is just so good too. Like, it's like he, I feel like I just really like this, and I love Faisal. I mean, I'm a big fan. Faisal. He, I think he wasn't like, I think his second split last year was not as a standout as the first, but like I thought, I still think he's gonna be good.
1: Yeah, I think the second split, like. I, he didn't put up the same numbers, but like I watched fights, and man, he made so much space for Masu. I mean, it was really mm-hmm. good. Um, so he I I, I think by that logic, Romani I think him and Array... Good. Yeah. Yeah, Like by that logic, that's why I'm looking forward to him and Array. Um, I think Kenvi and Diamond are good. Like Kenvi is quieter. Diamond talks for the entire game, for the majority of it. Um, that is true.
2: I've heard Diamond is a really, really good leader
1: yeah like i i actually think this roster was really well put together so um yeah I, that, that's like one that i'm kind of looking forward to and i don't know like, there's some others like uh wixie breezy or reunited they played on mm-hmm. cloud nine amateur way back mm. so that's kind of fun right, of them fun. being together again on aob um wild cards, the slew, collegiate bot lane same with maryville their bot lane so those are going to be similar uh but yeah you're right there's a lot of mix-up at the top i don't know i'm like hopefully we can see players like round out their play um i think that you know in order to play league at the highest level you do have to be able to play a lot of different styles Mm -hmm. not early on but eventually like there shouldn't be the expectation on rookies that you have to play like every type of champion that you can in your role Mm -hmm. um you should be able to play what you can play well enough to win games uh and then kind of you know as you go throughout your pro career it's like. Kind of like baseball, you know, like they get a scouting report on you. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, you couldn't hit curveballs. Guess what? A bunch of pro pitchers throwing you really good curveballs now. Like, can't, you have to learn how to deal with this or else you can't stay in the league. Yep. Um, I, I think that's going to happen. I mean, that's kind of like the arc that APA went on. You know, they started throwing two, three, four bands at him in champ select. And now people <gasps> are like, oh, APA's got to like, grow his champ pool. You know, watched APA and challengers. That guy's a massive champ pool, right? Mm-hmm. It's just that he couldn't right. play enough stuff at the highest level to get mid push. And mm-hmm. by the way, the TL wanted to play, right? So now... He comes back from Korea. Guess what? He's playing Halo Boys a Zero a lot. Um, so, really yeah, it's like that stuff you have to work on and figure out. He's For sure, it's yeah. gonna be
2: level up after that. Um, mm.
1: Yeah,
0: very glad that TL continued to stick with him for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. You were going
0: to say, Andrea? Sorry, good. I didn't cut, mean to cut you off.
2: No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> I'm just like looking at these, like. I am fixating in like lens option for no reason this split. It's just I'm just gonna be rooting for lens adaption. I have no idea how that's gonna be looking like. I haven't seen Daption in a while, so like it's like, yeah, let's go, Lens Ap I think Lens was kinda like really high quality last time, so like I'm I'm hoping it's good. <laughs> and no, I am with you. I was um spot,
1: like I thought Lens is a good idea. hmm
2: Yeah. And, like, Minui, boom, I'm, like, interesting because, like, we saw Minui a lot uh, do a lot of really funky stuff. So I don't know how this this guy's team is going to work around with that. I mean, he has Perry there, so it's, like, they still have that going on. This team looks like it could do some really interesting things. (laughs) I'm excited for the new combos. Yeah, they're
1: going to take advantage of Hero's draft.
2: Hmm. The fear, yeah, yeah, for sure. This team, yeah. this team for sure takes advantage of fearless. boom also is really, really flexible when it comes to like picking stuff up randomly. Hmm. Um. <laughs>
0: yeah. Looking at okay, this that's... spreadsheet, I have so many people picking the skies f- as the number one team.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. What's your? <laughs> who's your pick?
0: Do first? you share uh, that uh, sentiment, Cubby? Cubby.
2: you said you had a top five you
0: said <laughs> Can, you <laughs> cannot we will not hold it against you and okay. you, i know you cannot okay. have no. favorites.
1: <laughs> i i i keep on going back and i think it's gonna be fly or tl mm. mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think those sure. should be the two favorites mm-hmm. i just i don't know who to give the edge sometimes i'm like oh i guess it's probably fly quest like they have 30 and shade on mm-hmm. the top side but Jenkins and keel are really good too and and like oh you don't know, like spawn kim down that's a pretty decent lane like then i think they're gonna have a little bit of an edge on Sajed shine but sajed has been pretty good in getting high remarks and like you know i think that he might be a decent player and yeah i i i think that i'll probably end up going with fly quest just based on a like like kind of a flip mm-hmm. those i have those two teams in my top tier and then i have supernova at three and then i have disguised at four yeah it really then i got fear at five
0: where did oh, I have that's, that's Look, with my limited knowledge, I'm so glad to hear you guys talking about you know how you have uh, you know uh, supernova higher up. Yeah, I, I had them around my top five. Four, to fifth, I have them fifth. Yeah. Sky's <laughs> mm. um, liquid weird. fly on my top three. <laughs> uh, but yeah, looking at the roster, it's really hard to argue against that. For someone who doesn't who knows these names from the LCS, Chime, I think he's an LCS quality support. Just um, and watching him yeah, play, he LCS was one of the bright lone here. spots yeah. on TSM. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> happens when you cut down your, your league down to teams, and you have to put your your LCS supports mm. in your tier two league. <laughs>
0: So kind of like a next question, Kabi, I don't know how, how have you da- dove into the OQ, but Bean uh, from the name and Discord asks, you know, which team from the OQ do you think has a shot at competing with
1: the NACL or maybe, you know, it stands out to you? Ah, Bean is, Bean, <coughs> Bean's here again. Uh, I, I took his call on Hotline League about OQs. Oh,
2: of course. <laughs> um, yeah, he was there. <laughs> <coughs>
1: Uh, Winthrop. I think yep. Winthrop. I've watched collegiate. They're the top team. Uh, I think Denethor is really good. I think mobility is really good. Um, I, I really wanted to see Denethor especially play in an Um I and not to take away from anyone else on that, th- this team. This team won every collegiate win in the fall. <laughs> um, they like they. I think they beat Peach Cats, too, in the final for Aegis. Like, Winthrop won everything. Um, this is the team that I expect to be playing in the promotional tournament in spring if they can, uh, you know, have any... I don't even want to say, like, maintain their form, you know? Like, I think they could drop and still make it there. Like, this this team's good. Um, and I don't think the individuals get nearly enough credit. Um, I think a lot of the credit for Winthrop is just kind of defaulted in this is like... Oh, they have Artemis as a coach and that team plays well as a team and they do and Artemis deserves credit but those players deserve a lot of credit too like I really think highly of uh, Denethor and Trickster like they were doing in CQ they were playing well uh, I think Swords got uh, become a better player throughout his time at Winthrop um, mm-hmm. Chookies is the Vibe Master man I love that guy um, and he, he's got some game in the bot lane with mobility too uh, I, I think this is a team that's going to be a really tough out for OQs especially given the advantage they've been playing together for like since May of like sea law you know like this is a, is a team that has a long run and tenure, and that's a big advantage against oq teams as well
0: awesome awesome yeah there's some some the Winthrop is definitely a team that I have my eyes on and I don't even watch that much, but you know they they perform well um any any last thoughts, Andrea, before we kind of uh, ask the ultimate question for cubby. Um.
2: I don't think so. No, I don't think I have anything else. Yeah. Right. Oh, well,
0: let let me just say this has been an amazing time, and thank you so much for uh, you know, ha- have have helping us hype up the NACL and the LCS. It's starting this week, and uh, you know, your knowledge. We're looking forward to seeing more of you. Uh, don't be a stranger. You're now friend of officially a friend of the podcast. So, all right. Without thinking, you, you have you have an open invitation. You can jump on anytime you want. Just you know, uh, and and you know we can and we can shoot the breeze. But for right now, the ultimate question, Cubby, you are promoted to be the GM of your Chicago Bears. Um, <laughs> would you fire the head coach? And you're yes. on the clock.
1: Averluus <laughs> is gone. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Here, here's my fields thing. I will keep Fields if we can get three first round picks for Caleb Williams, uh, who will go number one. Uh, but there was a rumor going around that Fields, we could get the eighth pick from the Falcons for Fields. Ooh. We'd have picks one, eight, and nine in the draft. And <sighs> if that's the case, I'm taking Caleb Williams and I'm taking picks one, eight, and nine. Uh, but the other, my other thing for trading Fields is that, or er, mm, if we trade down, I really want Marvin Harrison Jr. He's oh, too good. yeah. He's actually too good. Mm. Um and uh, his for some people that don't know like his dad is a Hall of Fame mm-hmm. wide receiver. Uh played with Peyton Manning. And uh, they broke Yeah, they broke some records together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this guy is like the best wide receiver prospect that has come through in a long time, which is crazy to think like think about. Mm-hmm. Like as Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase were on the same team and are both insane in the NFL. Right. And everyone's like, yeah, this guy's better and <laughs> he's really good. He is really good. So yeah,
0: there hasn't been a hype like this for a wide receiver since Megatron Calvin Johnson. I would yeah, believe. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah wonderful so we look forward to that we look forward to your bears being successful using their uh, first round picks very well but more importantly we are excited about the lcs that is starting thank you so much cubby for joining us and this has been another episode of be a fan so guys remember do the right thing be a fan